This is Windley Mania, and I'm Andrew, and Devin's with me, the little baby. You didn't baby. hit record on the day. Oh my god, hold on. Let's try again. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Well, that's okay, because Shit, I I'm leaving this. I didn't know we were recording this. I'm, le- I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, little baby, with your intuition. What? And uh, I'm trying to, I want everyone, I want, you know how there's little baby? The rappers? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think you should be little baby. And I want people to come up to you and be like, "Oh, it's little baby." I don't. I don't How you doing, little baby? I don't agree with that. You're a little dinky winky. Well, then you're you're um. Huh? I don't know. I'm fucking mama bird. <laughs> Anyways, we got a we got a great fucking lineup here with people. I'm really excited, as you can tell, with the uh, enthusiasm of dinky winky. But um, <laughs> it's uh it's if you remember if you're a, if you're a uh, loyal listener loyal listener, you know who you are. A few episodes ago, we were gushing about this little album that came out by a band called Penalty Box. And wouldn't you believe it, Penalty Box, we're looking at them all right now. And uh, what's up, guys? Dinky Winky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got uh, Jake. You guys, How about you guys just introduce yourselves? And hey. you know, What do you guys uh, do? All of us except Jake. Jake doesn't speak. That's the rule. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> maybe a little sign language. Oh, yeah. 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 Go ahead, Will. No, you you go. Now now I've hijacked it. <laughs> I'm Jake. I play bass and sing poorly. Hey now. I think hey, you yeah. sing really well. It's super pop punk to self-deprecate, you know. I guess you're right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> first just said Jake Strinan sucks on them. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'll find one. Yeah, they're great. I still don't have one. I, I really want one. I should have worn mine. I don't have. I'm. I don't have one in your size, Will. I only have ones that I've worn. I mean, doesn't that just make it funnier? Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll... Um, yeah. So I guess I, I'm Will. Um, I play guitar and sing, um, also poorly. Um, really. And um, I do a lot of the songwriting. Jake and I are kind of a team, but he mostly does lyrics and I mostly do music. But sometimes we cross pollinate because we're kinky like that. Mm, um, streams, you know. But yeah, as you can tell by me constantly hijacking the conversation, I'm also an arrogant asshole. So. He's the Lennon to my ring. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not exactly right. Uh, I am Gordy. I am the drummer and the best singer in Penalty Box. That is true. That is true. I've never heard him sing, but like he says it with such authority, I've never doubted it. Well, I have. Yeah. I've heard him do some backups before. Yeah, he does yeah. backup yelling for Lunchbox. I figured he did it for y'all too. We well, well he's he's going to. I he will be. currently I hear him, but then we didn't have an XLR cable at practice, and I keep forgetting. About <laughs> <that>. yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's just like a floating mic that doesn't do anything, you know. Missing cables, the scourge of all bands. It's like giving giving like a younger relative their game controller, but not plugging it in so they can pretend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look, Gordy, you're playing as Link. Your tail, your tails, and I'm Sonic, and 
if I fall, to remember cover up. band. Dude, that worked so well. That's it. That was um, smooth. Yeah, my brother convinced me I was tails. Like easily. I was like, yeah, I'm like absolutely just, tails. You just are actually like tails in real life. No, well, like when playing Sega, like because you couldn't actually play as tails. Yeah. All the but other like, ones funny. As a little kid, you could convince you could convince a little kid that they were playing with you. Yeah. Kids are dumb. Yeah. I was <laughs> well, what I used kid. what I used to do, um, I had an older cousin who's basically like a like a big sister to me. And I used to watch her play like video games all the time. And when she would put on Grand Theft Auto, like obviously you could beat up like hookers in Grand yeah. Theft Auto. And I used to like sit there and be like, get him, get him, get her. <laughs> like just fucking <laughs> just egging it on, like, yeah. yeah violence. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, but, yeah, uh, I feel that senseless violence is totally fine. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah, sure, yeah. Terminator Two was my senseless. favorite movie when I was four. What movie? Terminator Two. Oh, right on, yeah. The, that was the second one. Pretty sick movie. It's a great movie. I like all the shit. The guy who played uh, the T one thousand actor, what was it? Robert Patrick. Yeah, he did like so much like training to play him. Like he would, he learned how to shoot. Like a gun without like blinking. Yeah. So if you watch him, he's just like staring the whole time. And then there's a scene where he's chasing uh, John Connor and the Terminator when they're on that motorcycle. And he had like adjusted his like endurance and stamina that he could like catch up to the motorcycle while running and was like running like as fast as them. And then they were like, you got to slow down a little bit because you're obviously not supposed to catch him here. Yeah, I heard that he actually threw himself into a pit of boiling metal for the role. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's He's a real method actor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's Christian Bale's father. <laughs> no, he doesn't yell as much. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, born from all of the body mass that Christian Bale lost for the machinist. <laughs> <laughs> and it was teleported back in time. Yeah. Got it. I mean, yeah, he literally is the T-1000. That makes sense, yeah. No one yeah. really thinks of all the work that these actors go through. Dude, yeah, think it's really rough that. being an actor. <laughs> so you guys are a band, I think, right? That is Wait, true. We're a good One Direction cover band. Hmm. Yeah. Good. Yeah, no, you're yeah. Right, Jug. Uh, we, um, we decided that um, Jake is Zane and I'm Harry and Gordy is all of the other members combined. <laughs> <laughs> that explains why he's so handsome. Right? Yeah, I know, right? He's the best looking guy in the band. He's I, one of the best looking musicians. Yeah, I period. I think he's yeah. just one of the best looking people ever. He's got a billion and a half dollar smile. Right. Also, really? like, have you ever met another drummer that shows up on time? No. Nope. Yeah, not right. once. Like, <laughs> I'm in two. I'm in two different bands with two different drummers that uh, never show up when they say they're going to. Yeah, I've never met I mean, a drummer who is as punctual as Gordy. To be fair, I've also never met a drummer who could play on time. So yeah, also <laughs> Gordy's uh, the first. <laughs> man. Yeah, he stays in that pocket. I carry him around in the pocket, you know? Like, yeah, he's got a little, he's a little stitch. Pocket. He's a little stitch. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, he had to if he played in Rush. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's true. Their that's video the guy choosing the Spotify profile. Yeah, it's. I mean, you can't lie on Spotify. Yeah, right? no. <laughs> it's that's you, why you can, Joe Rogan is. There's, like, a couple, <laughs> there's a couple other things you can do on Spotify. Apparently. Thanks. I'm glad that uh, you got where I was going with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it went over my head. I'm not even gonna lie, first. I I was afraid it wasn't gonna land. I I was like, I got you. We're the same person. Yeah. T- together, we are one brain. Hmm. We we have the functional capacity of a single human being. Yeah, that's true. When when our manic episodes hit at different times. Yeah. When they're at the I same time, then we're just n- no functional people. Yeah, well, when they hit at the same time, we last time that happened, we wrote Hedgehog. So <laughs> true, the whole album in a week. Yeah, you did that in a week. A week, an entire yeah. week. While we were in the studio recording the Hattrick EP, we wrote the entire album uh, and demoed it. Yeah, the two of us just woke up one morning and were just like robots. And then it happened. Yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, I showed Jake, but I got mine the other day. Hell yeah. So and big. and I got a silver sharpie. <laughs> I was wondering where that went. Well, I've got it. <laughs> Which reminds I've me. Been looking for that. <laughs> oh wait, how did? Oh yeah, I, I sent Gordy uh, oh. one of the new ones the other day. Nice. Yeah. Oh sick. <laughs> well, Will, if you want your uh, sharpie back. No. <laughs> Winley.bandcamp.com, brother. Word. <laughs> Is you put in a promo code and get a free Sharpie. Yeah. It works once. Yeah, it was limited to one. Yeah, and we can't we can't like sign it or anything because it we can't use the Sharpie to write on the Sharpie. It's so so, funny. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta sign like when you buy. Yeah, you gotta sign yeah. the shirt at least. It's like That's when you cool. buy scissors and they're like wrapped in plastic and you can't cut it open. <laughs> it's scissors. Yeah, it's an endless cycle. That's 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 what big scissor is doing to the to yeah. the economy. <laughs> Damn them! I need to break up the Office Max monopoly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that really. You rode Hedgehog in a week. That's that's incredible. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We've been working. We on wrote like it a... in a week, and then we sat on it for a year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I found mean, like, the the initial version of it is not nearly as good as how it ended up because yeah, uh, Nick from the Wonder Years made our album a lot better. <laughs> which I, which I was, one is he? Yeah, I was going to ask that. Like, how uh, he's how one of the guitar players. He's got the beard. He also plays drums in uh, Aaron West. Okay. Um, and then he has his own band. Uh, Why bother? They're pretty. T- but um, yeah, we we like demoed everything out and sent it to him, and he would send us back notes, and then we would record with those notes and send it back. Um, and we did that a few times, and then we just tracked in the studio. That's pretty cool. Was, where'd you guys do it at? Uh, Black Plate. Okay. Yeah, Garrett. Oh, I know. Uh, I know where that is. Yeah. Yeah. If it's in the same spot, is it still like in the middle of nowhere, basically, or do they get a? Yes, but it's place? in a different middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, it's in the uh, middle of a different it, was, it wasn't like 
it was in like Dunn, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now it's in Benson. Oh. <laughs> now it's in my neck of middle of nowhere. Okay, For some okay. reason, I thought it was in Wilmington, and I don't know why. Well, it was st- they were supposed to go to Wilmington, but I think the like contract for the space uh, fell out at the last minute, so he ended up going to Benson instead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but he also uh, Garrett also shot our music video with. Yeah. I, I watched both that. of them. I've... Yeah, both okay. of them actually, but specifically the Hedgehog video, which is. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah it's pretty I thought good. That was awesome. Like I, I can't speak highly enough of Garrett and his work. Uh, he really elevates our band and our vision. Uh, so, um, any any extra work that we can get him, he deserves it. He's he's a great guy. And he he edits his drums on while you're recording, so like they're done. When yeah, like by the end of the session, you just have a complete album of drums. Like it's just all done. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> Gordy tracked the entire album in two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was very, uh, it was a fun two days. And very productive, <laughs> except for Destroyer. <laughs> yeah, Destroyer is a Destroyer. Mm. <laughs> I That's literally, heavy- I got done with that track and I, I put the sticks down. I walked outside. I'm like, <laughs> I need a break. I can't do this anymore. And it's not even a hard track. Listen to it now. I'm like, well, that's really easy. And then like, but the initial recording of it, like that, that took a long, is everything else was a couple of takes here and there. And the that was, that was got like a few changes and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's about, yeah. That was how my Jake, day. Jake doesn't even know how to play Destroyer. Not anymore. <laughs> I don't think we've all played it since like the Together. old studio. Yeah, we haven't played it since we were like writing it back in the, the old days, the before yeah. times. Yeah. Wait, did we ever Hello. actually play it together? Uh, I think one time we played like an early version of it. We have never played the final version of the song. Uh, in the same room together. <laughs> and we never will. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah. So if you're not privy to it, there is a there's a little story with the uh hedgehog as well. Yeah. Whose idea and why? <laughs> um, um yeah that that was me. Um that was part of the manic episode. I uh, woke up one morning with a line in my head about uh, like frontline infantry. And I'm like, I don't know how this translates to a pop punk song. So I guess I'm just going to write a concept album. Um, and we, Jake and I have like been working kind of together on the story and a lot of the details. And of course, uh, my dog Luna, who's sitting on my lap, she's the, the one behind everything. Um, that's really (laughs) but um yeah i mean we started with just like a really rough sketch of like a story and then you know we started we were coming up with character names and stuff and then um a lot of the stuff was finalized um well after the album's completion um like the uh a uh, little like prologue that's on the flash drive. Um, mm-hmm. I wrote that 
like 10 minutes before putting it on a flash drive and shipping it to you. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, so like we had like some of the basic details, but just a lot of the ideas have just changed a lot. And a lot of it's changed because we're currently writing the follow-up record, which is going to be a double album. And so that really set a lot of the story concepts in stone, um, go it kind of retroactively. So yeah, that just answered what I was going to ask. Cause it said like, and that's where it begins. Like, Oh shit, there's yeah, gonna be more. So does it have like a, like an overarching title sort of like, the Deer Hunter's Axe or Coheed's The Amory Wars or something like that? Does it have like a whole uh, like... I don't know if we've... Like, uh, we've been trying to like think of something, but <laughs> nothing like sounds not stupid. And well, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. like at this point, we've just been calling it Hedgehog so long that it's just kind of like, that's just kind of what it is now. It's just like the Hedgehog like story or sequence or whatever pretentious term you want to attach to it i mean i still like the penalty box cinematic universe (laughs) it's a penalty bots bots. that's good um but and we actually at at one point we were trying to get an animator to like animate the entire album for us um but yeah, it turns out that's really fucking expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> it's just a little outside our budget, right? And by a little outside, I mean a lot outside our budget. <laughs> like like a few thousand bucks, probably. Yeah, yeah. More, than that. more than that. Yeah, like you know, I could you know do a down payment on a house, or I could get ten music videos. No one's gonna watch. And... <laughs> I mean, they they help. Yeah, I mean, and like, I still want to, um, art, my friend Joey is the one who did all the artwork. He's a, a comic book artist um, in Charlotte, uh, and he's done some stuff um, in the past. And I mean, I still want to just like contract him to like an- animate us doing a comic book, but it's like real expensive. Yeah. And time-consuming. Who has? I mean, it's a, a it's a solid investment though, because like you know, it's it's just a cool thing to have and share. So I understand wanting to do that. It's and, a big uh, flex for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we have we have so many like wild ambitions about things we want to do that we just don't have the money for. Like I, I like every niche you can think of like we've thought of a merch idea for it and we just can't <laughs> afford to do it we've well, like, we've had we've had ideas to do stuff too it just never never happens <laughs> for one reason or another it's usually money yeah it's yeah. usually like money time. or right now the raw material shortages are like pretty severe yeah like we wanted to have vinyl but it's you know, <laughs> gonna be like three years before the next record is pressed so thanks adele (laughs) yeah like we we needed to finish hedgehog like three years ago and we could have gotten it pressed in a normal yeah jake why didn't we write this album before we knew each other come on i know biggest mistake of my life was not knowing jake sooner it's true (laughs) 
It's pretty sweet. It's tender. I wish I never met this guy. <laughs> fair. I mean, yeah. that's Scott, fair. You doing podcasts and shit? Who does I that? Hanging out, being friends. Yeah, well, um, I. So, can why is it called Hedgehog? I I that was oh, one thing. Oh, was, so there isn't. Um, there's an episode of Evangelion called The Hedgehog's Dilemma. And, um, oh, okay, yeah. That's one of Well, the, I mean, it's kind of just all of Evangelion is just that. Yeah, I mean, that's... Um, the yeah, I mean, it's like an actual, you know, psychological, like, thought experiment, but um, it's also essentially just the theme of Evangelion. And because we have little like limited imagination uh we basically just said all right uh let's just copy evangelion frame for frame but as music instead that's fair i mean which is also just where we were at you know like emotionally at the time um because the the hedgehog's dilemma is this whole like uh thought experiment about um like these hedgehogs are out in the cold and so they held together for warmth, but their quills poke each other. So then they separate. So it's like a choice between, you know, getting stabbed or being alone. Mm. You know, yeah, it's like you, the desire to get close to someone or something because you have to, to like stay alive, but also the fear of getting, uh, hurt by being close to someone and so right. you know it's analogous to human relationships and whatnot that makes sense i get it shit i'm a member of this think, band and i'm learning something right now <laughs> <laughs> gordy's like i don't care what's going on i just play like, i thought the song was about sonic <laughs> <laughs> well it's my sympathy for tails roy's having to be the little spoon yeah, yeah. exactly yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, and it, it made it really easy to, you know, be very self-revealing when like it's set in this, you know, uh, theoretical world that doesn't actually exist. It's, it's it's super easy to like be really honest that way. Yeah. Yeah. Like we can just project ourselves onto any combination of characters in any way that we want so it's you know could be considered a, a like a safety mechanism or something but you know it's a little easier to just be really straightforward when you're not necessarily singing about yourself even though you are yeah yeah i i was thinking about like i have a i i usually write the lyrics in windley and but garrett obviously as a singer and so i have like a weird time like sometimes i i change shit just because it's like garrett's gotta like yell that shit <laughs> it's like maybe like i don't know if like if he cares or if he like you know it's sort of like a it's not his thing yeah i mean like it's like it's not his and he's gotta it be, feels it's weird gotta be for a me. way for him to i feel mean like- i feel like he wouldn't care most of the time like you'd be like, oh, that's good, or that sucks. 
but I usually change shit just because it's like, eh. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and, and that's kind of the one thing I like about it, especially you know with you guys, like you know it's your words with Garrett's voice, but it still feels you know personal in a way. It's like it may not be something that he is saying like from himself, but like especially well, coming from like the whole for sure album, you know, it's like. It's got the whole like personal thing behind it. Yeah, I think. Oh, go ahead. Well, sometimes like I'll send him stuff, and then he'll be like, "Yeah, doggy, I get that. Yeah, (laughs) I get that." (laughs) So it's not it's not like a complete like you know, you know, different thoughts about stuff or like you know, I like no relating to it at all. It's just like that. Sometimes I I just don't. Even though I know Garrett very well, and he's like like a brother, but I just. It's like one of those weird, like selfish things where I can't really, you know, get it all out because I don't really uh, want to. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally I understand that. Um, so it makes me want to write a uh, like a sci-fi now, so I can be like, well, it's not me. It's it's you know, it's this fucking guy with the like a laser. Yeah, yeah. it's Darth. It, it's Darth Vader. Like, <laughs> yeah, Darth Vader gets lonely sometimes. Yeah, yeah, he's sad Speaking sometimes. Of, I'm not so, sad ever. You know. <laughs> oh, no, I, 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 I am the perfect creation. Yeah. yeah, you guys just, you guys like, what if like people were kind of like, you know, in a fucked up mental mental state? What would that be like? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but <laughs> that is like, uh, kind of also one of the like, it's kind of our whole thing is like, we want it to be more okay to just be honest like that, you know, like talk about where you're at, like, uh, and the next record gets like super personal. Um, like I wrote this song in a, during a manic episode where like, uh, I almost checked myself in, you know, like I needed to go somewhere, uh, cause I was not safe. Um, and it's so much easier to like share that stuff when I get to like act like it's the perspective of some character in the story um, instead. But like talking about mental health, should it shouldn't be that way, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it should just be okay. Like to yeah, like there's some of the songs on because like the next record is one very long, so like it lets us kind of flex our muscles creatively um, and just kind of have fun. Right. Like, cause we would, you know, don't plan on like going all pink Floyd and just doing, <laughs> you know, double, triple concept albums every year for the rest of our lives. Yeah. We're um, not like crawling all the way up our asses, uh, <laughs> but, like, but like halfway up, you know? Yeah. Just like a, I think just a tip, Jake, just I a think, tip we both kind of feel like we're in a pretty good place like creatively right now and we're just kind of having fun just doing stuff and so like you know yeah. there's no point That's in it's all about. limiting yourself like arbitrarily if you if you want to do something like you we're know penalty box goes k-pop eventually yeah <laughs> we're gonna do a k-pop cover ep we're gonna do a straight ahead pop punk ep that's um, the apology for the concept album. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, you sat through all that shit. Here's what you came for. Yeah, like, here, here's four songs that, like, you, this is what you wanted. We're sorry. 
Uh, but like there's like speed metal and dubstep and shit on the next album like it's all over the place i finally Um, get my like attack attack style dance break yeah (laughs) (laughs) like um well and then we've got songs that sound like straight up uh like straight up j-pop you know like uh my my favorite bass player is uh tetsuya he's uh the bass player in um lark ncl uh they're uh a japanese band uh will and i both like a lot um but he has like the sickest uh signature bass from lakeland it's like uh they they collaborated with esp for it um and I got one, and I can't wait to record these fucking like J-pop songs that sound like nice. things he would play. Yeah. Also, the bass just sounds so fucking good. <laughs> it's so good. It's it's real nice. Yeah. Um, but kind of going back to the you know original sorry yeah. discussion. Uh, well, I I have a tendency to just like start talking about stuff and just end up you know way out in another spot of the world um that's but, what, i mean that's what this is for so it's fine yeah um i think that like because the album is so long and because like there's a lot of space to work and there's uh it, it's kind of functioning as like the climax of this like really dark story that we're trying to write so there's a lot of like you know emotional like low points and you know like you know grappling with like yourself and like you know having to learn hard truths and that kind of stuff so like it really gives us a chance to just like like i have written a couple songs about stuff that like i don't even talk to my therapist about like it it just lets us really just go free because we can set it into the context of the story make a couple tweaks to like make it make sense and then you know it's a little bit easier to to bear your soul that way but um like jake was saying i think one of the like main goals that we kind of want to push for just for our band at like as our image and our fan base and quote unquote fan base we don't have any fans but all ten uh, you got two right here brother (laughs) we have literally more than most bands two at least but um yeah, like we we really want our the kind of the center of our work to be like um, de-stigmatizing, detoxifying the discussion around mental health, and um, you know, not necessarily just sitting around and being like, "Hey, if you're sad, why don't you try being happy?" But like, right. you know, the more of like the the reality of what it's like to deal with mental health issues and. Yeah, you because know, that's I feel like we're learning more and more that that's just kind of a universal struggle, right? That like Yeah. Everyone's got some Yeah, shit going so many on. people are dealing with shit and we just don't talk about it. And it's kind of like how, you know, Real Friends was where they were just like all about the mental health thing, except uh a lot of the early Real Friends stuff was a little uh too whiny for me. I, f- um, I fucking loved it though. I loved I, I loved so I loved the stuff they were doing right before so, um, such bony right before what's his name left. And then um 
Well, their new their newest uh, EP was pretty tight too. Yeah, no, they just had a new single. It was really good. Um, like I think on Friday it came out. Yeah. Uh, but their new singer doesn't have sleepy eyes and bony knees. You know, <laughs> like so. What what are they even doing? But <clears throat> but yeah, no, that is uh, that's always been like our goal. Um, like. Yeah, sure. It would be cool to like be popular and like, uh, you know, tour with bands that we, you know, look up to. Um, but really, like, if I, if someone doesn't like hurt themselves one night because of something that we wrote, we did it, you know, like, um, and making sure people aren't can feel like they aren't alone is like so important like the um one of the newest one year's songs uh i can't remember if it's it's breakless yeah you know like breakless is like a song that like you know where one of the lines like the hook is about like you know considering killing yourself you know um and like i was like true you know like that that vibe like i understand that thought and like yeah made me feel seen you know yeah because we want to have like uh we always you know we want to make people feel like they're not alone feel like you know someone understands them or at least give them give people something to like project their feelings on like you know i don't think uh that like fucking Bono knows anything about my mental health, but I can listen to, you know, Oxen Baby and just like find parts of myself within that record. And, you know, like I just want to do for other people what my favorite bands have done for me, and that's to make life worth living. So, you know, if we if we can help even just one person, like Jake said, I mean that's good enough for us. Um but like it's not just about you know making people feel seen and included but it's also about pushing for more positive discourse surrounding mental health as well uh because there's a million and one songs about dudes being sad out there um but yeah so like i think that that it's important that it's not just us wallowing in our own misery but that it's also us like actively trying to improve like ourselves and to do what we can to make things better for other people yeah yeah that's pretty awesome (laughs) yeah um i I mean i can speaking for me like there's definitely songs on hat trick and hedgehog that like I was like, damn, <laughs> wasn't ready. <laughs> so y'all, y'all have done that to me with a few, with a few songs. So, yeah. That, like for sure. Like, and it doesn't like, I know y'all, you use the concept as like a thing to kind of sneak it in there, but it, it, like, it still comes, it still comes through. Like, I think mostly how it might be like meant to. Yeah. Like it doesn't like, it doesn't like bury it too bad. Like you can listen to it without even knowing there's a concept and still like yeah. feel the songs. And the whole thing about like opening up and like, you know, having a conversation. I mean, I just got done talking about how I'm bad at that. So, <laughs> so I, I can, I'm definitely uh, for it. So. You are bad at that. 
Yeah, so am I. (laughs) (laughs) You there? Um, uh, Sorry, I never know like what to say after someone says something positive to me about something I did. You know? Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) you But but after that, I'm just like, uh, wait. Are we? uh, You're talking to me. Yeah, wait. You're talking to me? me. Yeah, yeah, I bro. stroke my own ego all the time, but when someone else does it, uh, uh, I'm really surprised when someone strokes something on me. Like, whoa! <laughs> yeah, right. Like, <laughs> how much do I owe you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, but I know, I know how that feels too. It's like, uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so when are we going on tour? Well, like we were trying to get some stuff put together for the beginning of April, and. I think we got one date kind of confirmed <laughs> so there we it's go supposed to be yeah it's, it's supposed start. to be us y'all and lunchbox if everyone's free for it gordy April will 8th. die but i'm okay with that i, I mean will die happily well i think i think at least one of the shows i'm playing with both of my bands too so oh my be god a little bit of a, yeah oh is that the one with um uh, uh bay street yes yeah okay yeah, uh, Dirty Earls is my other band. I, uh-huh. I I play bass, so it's not as hard as uh, playing drums for two sets. <laughs> so I can't yeah. I can't imagine ever yeah. doing that. So yeah, no, I think I could do two sets as a bass player pretty pretty easily. I could do two sets as a guitarist. As a singer, <laughs> I can barely get through one. Yeah, I mean that's, <laughs> uh, but um, like I remember, do you remember when Fun came out? Uh, with aim and ignite like back god is that like 2011 maybe 2010 i think it was oh yeah it's like nine or ten i think um but because some nights was 2012 pretty sure but jack's other band opened for them uh steel train yeah um so every night on that tour he would open like fronting his own band and then immediately come back on stage and play guitar for fun like i can't imagine doing that every night we saw i mean uh, to be fair jack antonoff is a fucking like immortal creative golem like i feel like he could do anything he wants to for as long as he wants he can't be stopped i would love i would kill to work with him like yeah if he's if he hears this, just let me know who to kill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, just kidding, FBI. Wouldn't it be the first email we got about who needs to be put down? <laughs> Usually when Connor's on. <laughs> uh, I have one more question about the uh, the concept album. Yeah. More specifically about the so there there's an antagonist, the coalition. Am I correct? No, so the coalition oh. is the good guys. Yeah, they're the good oh, guys. Oh, god damn it. Yeah. But well, the, so I mean like they're the good the bad guys, guys of the story, but they're the you know, uh they're fighting against the fascist government. That's it, yeah. So yeah. So I have it's a the, the creatively named federal police. Federal police. I have the PDF on my phone. I think <laughs> Because I read through it, and then, like, 
I, I had like a question pop up in my mind. And I was like, what was the name of the bad guys again? And I saw Coalition. And I was like, they sound evil, but I got <laughs> it completely wrong. So the federal police, do you, do you have like an idea of like, in, I guess in your heads, what what these people like look like and how they like, you know, more of the details about like what, how they act in that world. I picture them like stormtroopers. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like, yeah. Are the, like, no matter how bad the, because like a lot of the, like sci-fi and like whatnot, usually the bad guys are like really cool, even though if they're like doing bad shit. So I was going to ask it, is the federal police kind of actually like kind of cool? They're like them? real cops. Um, yeah, like uh, the, <laughs> the federal police are just like uh, the police we have here, meaning they all suck. Um, they're racist. But they they do kind of have some of that cool factor because in in the process of the story, they're the ones who created the the giant robots, the Gungnir mm-hmm. mechs. Gungnir. And okay. so the coalition kind of you know co-opted those when they people started splitting off uh, after all the stuff goes down and uh, our main character's best friend gets killed. Um, so like, it's kind of like a like Star Wars and you know going back to the stormtroopers like you know the rebellion just like throwing together the scraps of whatever ships they could find and then mm-hmm. the Empire having the brand new like state of the art just like you know thousands upon thousands of Tie fighters and uh, it's kind of the similar situation, um, but the the whole like coalition federal police thing it's kind of like plot wise almost a bait and switch um we wrote this album when all of the blm protests were going on is like covid was still like it was relatively early in the pandemic and um the fucking cheeto was president still and it's like everything was just awful all of the time and i mean it still is but um so we kind of like wrote a lot of stuff from that perspective um just kind of fantastic like making kind of a fantastical version of just what was happening in real life at the time that's kind of um, how i read it just because of like i you straight up just say fuck 12 in the song <laughs> so yeah. Like, okay that, i mean yeah. that's, fuck pro- that's probably also, more that's that's probably got, got some more real into it, you know? Well, I mean, also, like, can you imagine, like, when we finally get to play that, like, live, the mosh call that will, I mean, yeah, someone will die. <laughs> like, well, actually, I mean, in a post-COVID world, I guess maybe not, because socially distanced mosh call, I don't know how those two things work together yet. I just will know our job is done if one person gets robbed in a mosh pit at our show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But because so this like social strife is kind of the center of the story for this album. Um, But the prologue that I wrote for the liner notes only describes the events leading up to this album. It doesn't really talk about what's happening during the record. Mm. Um, and also which, uh, giant robots exist because there were giant werewolves well there are going to be uh, there are going <laughs> to be many giant werewolves uh, in the next album um, but I mean that was but, the reason that they in this universe the reason to make giant robots was to 
fight the werewolf. So they could fight some giant werewolf. Yeah, I'd the, like to see that because that's not a fight you've seen. Yeah. <laughs> but um the song Destroyer of Worlds is um what's happening in the story there is that um in the middle of this like essentially like civil war that's going on, there's like some like there's like this the main antagonist of the story it doesn't show up until song eight out of ten um but he is kind of just like this like independent actor like instigator like bad faith anarchist who just wants to see the world burn and so that's what the whole idea of like where it mentions like dropping the bomb and stuff like this guy just shows up and just takes advantage of the chaos to just fucking obliterate everyone um does he have a cool helmet or hat Oh, he for does. sure. His, oh, yeah. his yeah. giant robot is going to look like the other Gungnir, like the Gungnir on the album art, but like uh, black and menacing. Yeah, black and orange, yeah. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> like, uh, yeah, no, it's going to be super sick. Uh, which one is on my shirt? Yeah, who's that? Yeah, which so one that's on the main shirt? character's Gungnir. Yeah, okay. that's um, Anada is the main character, Anata, and that's, that's his right. Gungnir. Okay. I didn't um, know who I was repping, so. <laughs> the other um, Gungnir designs are going to be on the, uh, they're going to be the single artwork for the next handful of singles. So okay. we'll kind of put a little bit more world development out there as we go. Yeah, because we, we're playing. So, so you're telling me I got, I got the, I got the cop guy basically, right? This well, no, he's well, good guy. No, he, he was, he, like, he was okay. part of the, because like that's, part of his story and like his like crisis that he goes through through the album is that mm-hmm. he was working for the federal police and right. just kind of like you know from a place of privilege and not really aware of like the suffering that he is like you know causing and then when he watches his best friend get murdered by his own that's people when he renounces it okay <laughs> yeah kind of causes him to question everything and he ends up uh, he also finds out that his girlfriend is working with the with the, the coalition, yeah. uh, which causes his relationship to fall apart. And so that that's what kind of leads to you know all of the you know self-deprecation throughout the record is just mm-hmm. him just struggling with all of this stuff and like losing everyone he cares about. And ultimately, he kind of shifts sides and um, you know brings his robot with him and that's how they that's where we are going to kind of pick up on the next record it's there's going to be a little bit of a time jump while people kind of you know recuperate from being uh nuked with a bioweapon that's the other fun thing the bomb uh is it we kind of took from that's why the song is called resident evil because we just like stole the concept like verbatim that the bomb releases a biohazard into the atmosphere that turns people into zombies and giant werewolves so um there'll be a lot of nothing happens it kills you you're a zombie or a giant werewolf those are the four options that happen there's going to be a lot of sick ass kaiju battles on the next one (laughs) i'm about it yeah i'm i'm super hype about it because um like i love I love the werewolf metaphor, you know, like in literature and um, because like substance abuse is something I really struggled with when I was a lad. Uh, 
in my like early I got clean when I was 20 um like from like really severe uh opiate addiction and um I've been clean ever since uh but like that like werewolves or Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde are like they're such great metaphors to talk about that stuff in without like being gross you know? right. um so yeah i'm pumped about that werewolves are tight yeah it's easier <laughs> to use that as a metaphor than doing the anthony kiedis route where you write a whole novel about how you're constipated all the time from the heroin yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also at in some california point, someone piloting <laughs> a gun near is like they're gonna get hit by the bioweapon and turn into a werewolf inside the like and blow up the robot because they become a giant werewolf like oh. the scene that will it's a cool visual yeah, yeah. so sick yeah. <laughs> you know like i have it's you gotta get that animated we have a lot of really cool uh, like visual ideas that we can't afford to bring to life but they're 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 locked away back there right we're we're gonna make it one day. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um, it's all my magic cards. What's that? I'll just sell off all my magic cards. I'll quit playing magic again. Then I'll pay for the giant werewolf explosion. I I tried to get into that a long time ago. Like a friend of mine helped me build a deck, and I was like, "All right, I've got a deck, and how do I play?" And we sat down like. I sat down with him like once or twice. I was like, I don't understand this. <laughs> I wish the rules were like go fish or something. Yeah. Cause like everyone looks, all these guys are really cool. I just, you know, I still, I don't know where that deck is now. I might've given it to someone. Do you have a Jace, the mind sculptor? Go fish. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it's funny. Cause, uh, at least, Back in the day, I don't know if uh, if they still do, but I remember like uh, you'd see like on the tour bus with Newfound Glory or something, and they would be like playing Magic. Um, I remember I like brought cards to a show one time, hoping that like if I ran into them, I could just get them to sign my Magic cards. That'd be tight. I think there's like an old like instructional video on how to play magic the gathering when it first came out. Yeah. And they're like in like a laboratory or something. <laughs> yeah. Right. And they're like, so you want to play magic? Well, get your fucking goggles and lab coat on. Cause you're, <laughs> you're about to learn some shit. And I tried watching that, but I was like, I don't, there's so much going on the screen that I'm not really retaining any of the information they're giving me. Yeah. That's, and, uh, that's fair. I love finding those like bizarre old videos from like, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon or it's just just insanity um or like a lot of them are like um like bootleg like unlicensed there's just people trying to like you know profit off of the fad and so they just like pulled some kids off a playground and <laughs> told them to play Yu-Gi-Oh on camera so they couldn't sell a DVD for 20 bucks <laughs> Oh, see, I was thinking about like when I was in Hong Kong and they had like a uh, clown and uh, like Captain Hero 
uh, like bionicles that were like these poorly translated like uh like the joker was fighting captain america but like it was clown and like the joker was American called the riddler captain. and the riddler was the joker everything's wrong uh, yeah no it was clown versus american captain american captain it was incredible yeah. uh, like that's what i was thinking about when you said bootlegs and that's also very funny there's also some really funny fake Yu-Gi-Oh cards out there. <laughs> yeah. But, but well, yeah, I mean, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to ask, where can people look at Penalty Box? Where can they look at them on the internet? Um, Anywhere, really. Uh, we are available. Yeah, uh, Whitehouse.gov. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, uh, We've got one of those link tree things. It's link tr. I'm gonna pull up the actual URL so that Jake doesn't just say some shit. <laughs> Slash penalty box nc is basically it. Yep. Anywhere I, I found it. Link e slash penalty box nc. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That one. But you can also find that on our Facebook page um, and our Instagram. Uh, we have a Twitter. I assume it's also there. We don't really use it, though. Yeah, um, I always forget that I'm just on my personal Twitter um, instead of the band Twitter. Like, I have forced Proper to become friends with us just by, like, harassing them uh, constantly. <laughs> They're so sick, by the way. Uh, we got to see them open for the Wonder Years on this last tour uh, in December. Um, I think I've seen them on Twitter. They, proper i don't know that they they're oh, awesome they're yeah they're, they're really cool. cool um i definitely they have a new album coming out soon uh but yeah we i harass them a bunch and, and you also harass hot mulligan yeah no i had their <laughs> beef with hot mulligan for a second oh for real well so yeah, like but- we went and saw them with newfound glory when they were here and uh the click was playing on the main on the house speaker uh, <laughs> like, I, I thought and it was like really well, low in the jake main. thought he was going insane for a second and he was like do you hear that and i didn't hear it at first but when he pointed it out uh, you can't unhear it there's just a metronome during every <laughs> song and so after the show because i mean like I should have probably, we were near the sound booth, so I probably should have like gone over and said something that would have probably been the right thing to do, but I just didn't because I didn't know any of the people working. So it's like, well, there's the right uh, thing to do and there's the funny thing to do. Yeah. So instead I (laughs) tweeted at them about it. Um, I was like, yo, was that on purpose? And they're like, no, definitely not on purpose. Like, and then you tweeted at them again, and they were like, if you mention the click one more time, I will end you. <laughs> I was like, this isn't the attention I wanted from one of my favorite bands, but at least it is attention. Yeah, all publicity is good publicity, right? Right. Yeah. Twitter club rules all. Yeah, man. That's all you need. It doesn't matter how good or bad your music is, as long as yeah. you've got it. <laughs> is that the band we played with? We played with them a long time ago. What? Ba- That's yeah, ba- it was like right around when uh 
pilot came out and they did a tour of a bunch of small places. I didn't know they were a big band now. Dude, yeah, they, they, they kind of they're blew like up. the next big yeah. thing. That's uh, yeah. on their Twitter now. <laughs> the number number one hot new band. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Number one hot yeah. new band. They're so good. I love them so much. I wish we were like actually friends instead of they, Twitter. They, you know. they actually tweeted about when they played here because uh, a lot of the frequent showgoers in Myrtle Beach are like, they're like, were they getting a fight there or fights. something? Yeah. They were like hardcore kids and they were like <laughs> hardcore, like crowd killing each other during hot mulligan. And then they tweeted after the show, like guys, please don't crowd kill during our shows. <laughs> and, uh, and it's like, that well, reminds that's me that- at the time that I uh, went with a couple friends up to Baltimore for uh, the sad summer festival. And people were like, fucking moshing during mayday parade (laughs) (laughs) like they're singing jersey and dudes are like covered in sweat like punching each other (laughs) that that's always been the like weird thing is like when these pop punk bands tour with hardcore bands and like you i don't know what vibe i'm supposed to feel like like, (laughs) when like i saw terror with Four years strong. What? <laughs> I feel like that would kind of work because, like, it's hard. I mean, terror is like the scariest parts of four years strong amplified right. squared. There's like the one of the like probably the worst mosh pit I've ever been in was uh, knocked loose opening for a day to remember. <laughs> oh, you know what? I I don't know if I've told that. Have I talked about that on here? I don't think you have. Uh, I when I worked at. Uh, one venue that, that that tour came through here and it was like a bunch of younger people came to see knocked loose and they were like you know beating the shit out of each other and whatnot and a day to remember played and like a lot of people had left <laughs> and the, i don't who's the singer's name uh, jeremy uh, jeremy mckinnon yeah he he came up to me like before they went for their encore and he was like what's up with the crowd here bro <laughs> and i was like uh I don't like the well the other band. I I think you know you got fands out there, but they're all a little older. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and then the oh, one band kind of like you know I think tuckered everyone out. But I don't yeah. no offense, but well in Raleigh everyone was there for a day to remember because um, like I remember being there like for the whole set, and I was like vibing with Knock Loose, uh, but like most of the people like there was obviously a mosh pit but like most of the people there just were just kind of standing there like calmly watching uh you know like how do you not hear arf arf and fucking lose your shit (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah a a day to remember came on and like they opened with second sucks and then they played right back at it again and like it was one of those pits where just like the place is jam-packed and everyone's moving and you have no control over where you're going and you're just like if the person next to you like moves in any way you're gonna fall on the ground and get trampled to death um so like that was definitely the most aggressive like crowd that i've ever been in was for a day to remember (laughs) i i think it's maybe myrtle beach is just a very like there's just something off here. There's like a weird imbalance. So how people like act at shows, it's just sort of. It's like we're it's like different a, from everywhere else in the country. It's like we're like a certain number of years behind everybody. Yeah. I don't South know. Florida was like that too. I I lived there for 
a number of years. I played in a pop punk band down there. Um, we were like the only pop punk band in South Florida. Everyone else was in like a rockabilly, <clears throat> like gypsy punk band or something. Like it was the weirdest music or a hardcore band. It was, yeah, or a hardcore metalcore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, it was like, uh, like my friend, I think the only other sort of pop punk band in the area was like Nebraska Bricks. And that's like, you know, four years strong, but not as good. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> my my friend played bass for them, and then, like, he left the band but had a bunch of their merch and was, like, flipping it on the, like, emo merch uh, Facebook group uh, and not mentioning that he was in the Amazing. band. Oh, nice. <laughs> it was so kind of smart. That's a, that's a move. It was so funny. I mean, like, you sold it, you know, like, whatever, it happens. But then there are also bands like Violence, Florida Hardcore. Yeah, I feel like most uh, most local bands can be described as uh, like X, but not as good. Like, yeah. we're, we're like My Chemical Romance, but not as good. Yes. That is what are we real. like? We're like... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Lunchbox is like Weezer, but not as good. Uh, they, I think they've surpassed Weezer. Uh, well, more it recently. depends which Weezer you're talking about. Her, at least like her, absolutely. Past, aside from like White Album, maybe like the past like 15 years. Yeah, White Album was a masterpiece. I'll fight anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I, lo- I love White Album. Yeah, White Album was great. Everything will be all right in the end was great. Yeah. Uh, and then blue pinkerton and green were great and everything else is ranges from okay to absolute horseshit like ratitude is one of the worst fucking albums i've ever heard wait i like make believe i I forgot about i like make believe a lot i I liked a couple songs on it i'm not a huge fan of make believe personally i don't hate it but it's towards the bottom of my list yeah, I, I guess to, every album has to. You have, have to rearrange the song order, I think. Yeah, that, yeah, I can see that. With, uh, it shouldn't start with Beverly Hills. No, <laughs> I mean that song is terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, I don't think I, it should be on the album, anyways. Well, so it's it's, like, it's just like uh, that Ben Folds album uh, with Rock in the Suburbs. That's the worst song on the album. It has no right. That song to be- also sounds nothing like any other Ben Folds. Song. Yeah, no, he he all. was like the label made me write this shitty pop rock song that is awful and sounds like Ben Folds 5 and then he, and then he wrote a good album. So it like, was also an Over the Hedge. <laughs> Wait. Was it? Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> You're the Ben Folds 5. I like Ben Folds 5. I'm not, I'm not Their really bass player is fucking awesome. Oh, oh. fucking good. When we saw uh, one of the times Frank Turner was in town, he, uh, he used to do regional covers as part of his encore set. Like, just wherever he was, he would do a cover local to the area. Um, so when we saw him in Charlotte, he covered uh, Brick. Uh, oh, nice. Because, you know, they're local-ish. That's, yeah. I mean, they're local to us right here, but local. Yeah, the bass, I know I know the bass player, like, I think he, like, gives lessons somewhere in, like, Chapel Hill. Probably. Yeah. I doubt, like, uh, he's living off royalties from one album in the late 90s right like 
I think he, I think he was with them for a while. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, no, I, no, I was. <laughs> who was that? Who was that guy in the big band? Like, wasn't he in Bon Jovi? Who lived here? There's a guy that lives here that's in Striper. Oh, hell yeah! <laughs> I thought there was someone else too. That there, it's weird because there's a lot of like musicians that like like well-known musicians that like have lived in this area, but I can't really think of any. Oh well, yeah. I mean, like you've got in the Charlotte area, like that Adam Lazara and John Nolan live outside Charlotte. The Ava I, I, I met Adam Lazara at uh, somewhere. At, uh, I forgot what bar it was in Raleigh, it, but he was just there. <laughs> yeah, he used to go. At, my buddy worked uh, at a karaoke bar in uh, Noda um, called shit i don't remember um but like adam would hang out there it was like you know his home bar um uh-huh. and one of the times he was there like someone chose to do make damn sure uh and oh. didn't notice that he was there and also butchered the song like really badly <laughs> and, oh that's great that's awesome. uh, like adam like like it was so bad that it embarrassed him or at least that's, <laughs> that's how my friend tell, told me the story. Uh, he just like uh, gave him like, a free drink really and was shit? like, don't worry, dude. I'll make sure it's not on the list anymore. <laughs> He'll make damn sure it's on the list. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I think Keith Morris lived in uh, Charlotte. Really? Yeah, he's like, the queen, the queen, the queen city. city. Yeah, I walk around the queen. I can't do Keith Morris anymore. <laughs> We've got... I'm pretty sure P.D. Pablo lives here in Raleigh. Yeah, that's what the he filmed the entire video for that song, like on at the goat. <laughs> it was at um, um, in North Raleigh, just off Capitol. I forget the names of the roads now, but there's the intersection I used to drive through every day to get to work, and he filmed the the video, the you know, take your shirt off, wave around your head, like he filmed that video at that intersection. Huh, that's tight. I don't know that song. I apologize. Um, you should. It's, from the, it's right. the North Carolina was... national anthem. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm in Southern Carolina. So we got Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah, well, that's all we, I need. To be fair, we, got our... we also lay claim to Hootie and the Blowfish. That's they did fair. a lot of their uh, coming up but, here. But Charleston has a Darius Rucker Boulevard. So. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> that's incredible. You ever think how rough it is like to be cheap trick? like reduced to opening for Hootie and the Blowfish like you're in a, in a band like yeah, like you release one of the greatest live albums of all time and then you get stuck behind Darius Rucker for the rest of your life like that's gotta hurt <laughs> like it makes me understand Billy Joe's uh fucking meltdown when they like kicked him off stage for Usher like Justin yeah. Bieber was it Bieber? I thought it was Usher. No, it was Usher. You're right. He he. No, he specifically ranted that he's not Justin fucking Bieber. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember when that well, happened. Yeah, it, it was, was like it was, was like Billy Joe Armstrong goes on rant and smashes instrument at iHeart Radio Fest. I feel and like the next article was Billy Joe Armstrong checks, checks into rehab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I feel like that was like a lack of self awareness on his part because I mean it's. Like a, a huge festival. corporate festival. Yeah. Like, what do you like? Come on, man. Like, yeah. well, I love how he like he started smashing his guitar, and like Mike Dirt has just been standing there this whole time, <laughs> and yeah. he just and like looks like, over and he's like, "Oh, 
Are, are we yeah. smashing our instruments now? Okay. Yeah, they all had it. I'm glad they did that because he would have looked very dumb if like yeah. the two other guys did not participate. Yeah. yeah. Mike, Mike Dern's a bro. Like he's down yeah. from day one, ride together, die together. <laughs> like he, he's not going to let his homie go hanging like that. Dude. And he's just like one of the best bass players in like rock music, you know? Like, yeah, he's so good. Solid. That's why I started playing bass. Hmm. He was why I started playing bass. Dude, yeah. No, he's one um well he's not the reason I started playing bass, but he's definitely one of the first like one of the first songs I learned was like Longview, you know, yeah. like <laughs> such a cool bass line. Um, but no, the reason I play bass, I was an upright player until uh Newfound Glory released My Friends Over You and I saw that music video and switched to electric. Like it I had a band that used to cover that song. People would go kind of nuts. It like that's a really fun baseline. It was a, that music video is so good. Like yeah, uh, I'm I'm old. I guess it's it. very it's very TRL. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was watching TRL. It was you know yeah. TV world premiere music video. Like <laughs> it was 20 years ago. I fucking get it. I'm old, but <laughs> like I was. I just like distinctly remember this like watershed moment of watching this music video and being like oh i want to play bass like electric bass uh i used to play request in trl i'd see what i can get on there but it's all like like old boomer shit <laughs> if they would let me in it never worked play aerosmith <laughs> yeah. free bird uh, damn I just feel attacked about how it's the 20th anniversary of that album, like this yeah. year. My back hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I oh. just want, uh, I just wanted to say one thing while we're on here, in case, um, in case Neil Young is out there listening, uh, Neil, he, big he fan. Is, yeah, yeah. Um, I just want you to know that we will never host a joe rogan podcast so if you just want to like come like join us then uh we that that'd be that'd be chill but like we yeah. aren't important enough to pull our music from spotify we need people to hear yeah i'm sorry uh, we'll do we'll do like uh like rivers Cuomo did and make our own streaming service and it's just us and neil young and that's it i saw that i mean uh, i'm down for that Weasel like, i think i was looking right at- on those coattails I was looking into that. It costs like $110 to get the full catalog. Like what yeah, it is to get, now. yeah, to get everything, it's kind of expensive. But like yeah. also, like I'm a diehard Weezer fan. So like it's it. I am the target demographic of this okay, foolishness. Yeah. He's made literally hundreds of dollars off of this service. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's made at least $30 from me. <laughs> that may be the most that he's made. Some, I feel like a lot of people like have a lot of that shit, right? Or was that all like unreleased? It was a lot. Well, of a lot of it's been stuff. floating around. Some of it was officially released, and some of it was just like on bootlegs and stuff. Some of it's like fucking like phone demos and shit. Um, yeah. But um, it's really helpful to just have everything in one place and not have to go digging through sketchy websites to you know download files that aren't executables 
you know, you just go on LimeWire and download linkingpark-num.exe and then get like a fucking Trojan on your parents' computer. Um, I remember those days. Is a penalty box going to make their own songs from the black hole? Because I feel like there's like at least a hundred like recreations of that album. Like uh, probably like, oh. not, but we are going to make our own Trojan virus, and it's going to be on every flash drive. <laughs> oh, that's why my computer's not working so good. Yeah, yeah, it's the the virus. I mean, when I was at computer camp in middle school, I made a game that uh, after you broke through a certain point threshold, it just crashed your computer. Yeah, I made a, uh, it's like you're like file. doing so great, and then it just like crashes. Well, and the game wasn't hard or fun. It was <laughs> I wasn't particularly good at. Uh, it was computer camp. I, I like didn't know Visual Basic when I got there. You thought you think I made a game in two weeks? Like uh, it kind of describes what it's like being in a pop punk band. It's not hard or fun. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we still do it to ourselves. Yeah. No, I can't. There's nothing else I'd rather do. Right. If I could quit my job and play pop punk full time, I would in a second. Yeah. yeah. We should. Um, we need to uh, funnel any revenue that penalty box earns into lottery tickets um, <laughs> so that we can win and, uh, that's brilliant retirement yeah. that is brilliant let's just stop paying for music videos and stuff and buy lottery tickets until we win yeah, yeah. like can you imagine if we did if we bought like 10 grand worth of lottery tickets instead of like recording an album and making music videos and putting together a live rig and buying instruments like just think just think like we we, we could be rich instead of playing in a shitty band that is That's true amazing. That's what we've, we've been talking about, just like doing a, we're just going to be a podcast and a t-shirt company. <laughs> Sick. That's it. No music. Brilliant. No music. Yeah. Yeah, dude, we'll just become comic book writers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll just do like webtoons. Like I'll just hand draw some stick figures and make them say stupid oh, the rage, shit. The Rage Wait, Bob? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Eskimo Bob kids incredible well we'll just um what we'll do we'll take every line from the entire charlie the unicorn series and put it in a spreadsheet and then we'll pick them (laughs) at random and make a script out of it and we'll see how long it takes people to notice (laughs) you got like it's been like 15 years i think there's i think you can might be safe there's at least one guy still into it there's one guy that's like, like, this, like, this is where comedy peaked. He has like a day every month where he's like, all right, time to sit down, watch track open a monster energy and fucking watch some Charlie the Unicorn. Yeah, that, that, that guy is me. Oh, okay. I, I am the guy. How do you do? I fucking love Charlie the Unicorn. It's so dumb. Dude, that's like back when Donald Glover was on College Humor filming Bro Rape. Yeah. <laughs> One of the funniest videos that is not aged well. Uh, Yeah, Uh, yeah. There's there's a few, especially on college humor. There's a few of those. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. but like a lot of like people who are now successful actors came from there somehow. Yeah, and by a lot, I mean I know of two for sure. One freak and one geek. Yeah, Kim Schmidt. 
and Donald Glover. I don't remember what that actor's name is. Donald Glover. I think he's played by Childish Gambino. Dude, you know, they look really similar. It's weird. I've never seen him in the same room at the same time. It the same thing. Yeah. I've never seen him. Right. It's weird. Mm. Might be the same well, again, all the penalty box stuff. I'm going to link everything so you can find it easily. Um, but what was it again? One more time for the just for the sake of saying it again, where you can find it. Onlyfans.com. Gordy, do you have a personal OnlyFans? Just curious. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but it's me doing drum loop covers. Uh, Is naked? Yeah. Yeah, well, Gordy's is the the premium membership. Um, Ours is just $5 a month for, you know, it's, uh, you know, me and Jake. Uh, but to get access to Gordy content, it's uh, going to be about a hundred bucks a month. Sold. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first you have to unlock Will and Jake's first. Yeah. Then you get, a, yeah. you get the link. It's like, it's like a Patreon uh, kind of thing. You know? It's like yeah. a, a pyramid scheme. <laughs> It's like a, uh, it, it's, you have to buy the penalty box battle pass to unlock. The- <laughs> <laughs> but, That's um, epic. But yeah, penalty box is spelled with no vowels except Y. But Y is not. Yeah, a it's only sometimes. Only sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. We're counting. In this case, thousands. it's not a vowel. Is we, vowels are like cops. They all suck. Yeah. Um, fuck vowels. Especially oh, <laughs> that's the mosh call now. <laughs> Fuck vowels. <laughs> I'm in. Um, but yeah, it's you can find us at whatever the link tr- like linktr.e at slash penalty box or whatever the fuck. But it's probably just easier to look up penalty box nc on Facebook and or Instagram um or TikTok. We're on TikTok. Um, yeah, it's very boomery of me. Yeah, don't don't watch <laughs> half of them because Jake doesn't know how TikTok works and just post random bullshit that's not funny <laughs> or entertaining. I'll be sure to like, check it out. Like videos of Will ranting about Evangelion. Yeah, there's um <laughs> there's roughly um half of a video of us uh, breaking a flesh and blood booster box because it cut off halfway through and just lost the rest of it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Content. There's also. I still don't know what the point of this one was. You like uploaded. You were like recording a Superman cartoon, but it was like pitched up with like a chipmunk filter. But it's really quiet and just <laughs> nothing is happening, and it's just a <laughs> Superman animated series. And I don't know what you were trying to accomplish. <laughs> it was probably like the dialogue was really funny. Like, yeah, except you can't hear any of the dialogue. Subtitles, bro. But that's what we're gonna do. Uh, <laughs> we're something you don't. Excuse me. What? what the hell? What was that? Was that I the Zoom no bitch? <laughs> I was good. I realized my volume was up. Oh, what? Uh, uh, just, okay. Like, yeah, oh, I'll okay. try to go to the band TikTok to find that. Uh, <laughs> volume was way up on the phone. <laughs> yeah we're gonna um that's what we're gonna do we're gonna blow up on tiktok and then we're gonna tour with lil nas x that's the dream okay we tight that'd be tight yeah. yeah but yeah uh 
any any you guys have any shows coming up um none confirmed yet we've got a couple that were are in the works um but nothing set in stone right on um we will uh once um uh, once we get the the uh winley penalty lunch as you can't really combine penalty box and lunch box because it's mm-hmm. just penalty box penalty box hero yeah yeah that works <laughs> penalty hero box. isn't that isn't yeah. that a foreigner song <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah once we do our our joint tour then we'll have uh plenty of dates set in stone yeah exactly. hell yeah I'm, I'm really excited to to have have those happen so yeah, I can, it's gonna be fun so i can see you guys in real life and we want to open for the darkness when they play at Neighborhood Theater, but John can't help out with that, and it's really <laughs> me off. Hey, John at Neighborhood Theater, get Penalty Box to open for the darkness. Yeah, now I will. I will drive four hours for that. That does sound I fun. Drive to go see the darkness. Like that sounds tight, regardless. <laughs> but yeah, I believe in a thing called love. Dude, same. Okay. Listen to the rhythm of the heart. My Apple Watch does that. As he says, (laughs) yeah, dude's got 30 octaves. Also, our music video is equally cheesy. I'm just saying, yeah, I'll make sure everyone watches that. And if you if listen to Hedgehog, the album, but also buy it, yeah, you can buy it on our big money store. But yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to. There'll be all the available things. There, every crevice of the internet. I'll make sure to share it and where I share it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, we have really sick custom flash drives with the album art on it, and they come with sure. uh, the Hedgehog album, the Hat Trick EP, and the liner notes for the record with some juicy, juicy lore. So, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of fun stuff to unpack. I'm a big it's lore only guy. Ten dollars. It really is. There's a lot on. I was like, I put it in. I was like, holy shit, <laughs> this is the coolest if thing you ever. Really want to? You can just delete all that stuff, and you got cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put Winley stuff on it. And scratch out Hedgehog. Yeah, I mean, with Winley. the new Sharpie that I have. Yeah, and the, it comes with a free. <laughs> yeah, one one in every uh, ten shipments comes with a free Sharpie because I'm a dumbass. <laughs> Make uh, make sure to give these boys money because everyone wants an animated music video. At least one. Yeah. At least one, right? Yeah. One. Like, yeah. How sick like anyone deserves it. They need guys. the money, so uh, you know. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, buy your stuff. Listen yeah, you could that. donate to charity or you could fund our uh, music video. Or, but donating to charity does not give you a cool animated music video. Yeah. With giant yeah. werewolves. Yeah. We want the giant werewolf. Yeah. That's what I want. I mean, that's all I, mean, I want. I mean, like the animated concept, not like an actual physical, like giant werewolf, because that would probably uh, be pretty scary. Depends sure. on where. But yeah. the impetus to create giant robots would exist then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it already robots. exists because people want to build Gundams in real life. They don't need a reason. They just I want mean, giant robots. <laughs> They don't but I feel like it would speed up the process of like having cool like giant robots. Yeah, like, giant they don't make sense yeah. as military tools. Like bombs are way more efficient. <laughs> you know, like yeah, I mean, 
the, it cool. makes a, it makes a lot more sense for the United States to murder colored people with uh with bombs instead of giant robots. Yeah, like that's why I'm out here yelling. Yeah, if they're giant werewolves, no choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but thanks for coming Dude, on the Weekly out. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, it's been a lot of talk about us, but like you guys are also really sick you're really cool guys and your music slaps so uh, everyone check out the windy boys i'm sure you already have if you're listening to this podcast but if somehow you stumbled upon i don't i actually don't know because like i don't know how many people actually listen to the music i think we're at a point where i think more people are listening to the podcast than our music well until the new stuff comes out new stuff is done whenever then then we'll have that i mean no that's fair i understand but we listen to both so you know appreciate it thank you Thank you. Um, yeah, great band. Check them out once again. Great Thank people. You, all three of you. Beautiful people. Hope to see you all really soon. And uh, do you have anything else intelligent to say? I, 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 I really didn't think so. I, was I haven't asking. said a single intelligent thing this whole time. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anything's intelli- anything intelligent has ever been said on this podcast. That's not true. The long stick theory. The long stick theory. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, uh, there, there is a show we were playing that's coming up. Uh, oh, yeah. February 24th. Got a Thursday. Windley, Dirty Earls, the other bands. A lot of other bands. Bay uh, Street, Bay Street, up from here, up from not, here not, not. Spider Bucket. Spider Bucket. Six uh, the bands bar. and Island Bar. Come hang out. Shitload of Spider Buckets is tight. But yeah. guess what? It's free. It's free. So, I mean, Dude. you just hang out. Yeah, Damn. yeah. So much value. I know. Yeah. yeah, they like they had a f- the touring bands had like f- four bands before they hit us up. So we're like, all right, screw it. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> only free ninety nine. Exactly. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah, I so, would go to that. It's probably several hours away from me, huh? Yeah, like three and a half. Raleigh, right? Three and a half hours. Yeah, that's that tough right. on a Thursday. That's that's a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. blame you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. <laughs> yeah, miss it much. But. Uh, but yeah, that's coming up, and uh, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all we got. Follow for more Windley crap. Follow at Windley underscore band on all the bullshit internet. on the internet, and go to windleyhub.blogspot.com for uh, Devin wrote about the Ghostbusters. <laughs> um, he hates children. But <laughs> he, he ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> Wait, are you saying the new Ghostbusters was bad? Because I want to see it. I liked it, but um, okay. But for I more have, of his opinions, yeah, you have to go more, to Winley Hub. For more of the opinions, yeah, you gotta go, go to read the blog. It. Yeah, this is the paywall. The, the paywall <laughs> being free. Oh yeah, it's yeah, free. The free wall. Yeah, yeah the free. Bunch of free wall. nonsense bullshit that you should really oh, chill out about. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great time. So much pleasure. Yeah. I'm all pleasured yeah. out. Climaxed. I climaxed. <laughs> been out of pleasure. Twice. All right, yeah. brothers. I'm gonna, <laughs> We're going to end the recording. Stop this train right here. Goodbye. Peace. Wait, wait. I don't want to end. How do I... uh... Just hit stop recording. Where's that? It's right there. Oh, yeah. Stop recording. There we go. Hey. All right. Uh, Stop recording.